Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Dave Noodles, and we are on the Type 88 show, where we talk to people about how they turn their dreams into reality. And this guy right here is no stranger to going after what's important and taking people along the ride with him. And this guy's been on quite a journey <laughs> from student to educating students to putting events together for the community to digital things and all different labels and all different stuff this guy doesn't stop i'm very i'm still trying to wonder if he has three other versions of him that i don't <laughs> know about but i want to welcome my guy starter to the type 88 show what's Yo, up man thank you brother definitely long time coming very happy to be here bro very happy to be here it's Yo, been quite a journey, man. Quite a journey, bro. Quite a journey. They don't know, bro. I met you when you was on stage hitting them with the bus. <laughs> That's how far back. Yo. That's crazy. What what yeah. venue was that? Um, that was definitely one of what was it? Um was it the AD ADG, was it? Where, oh, yeah. where what what venue was it? It was where Hop Shop is right now. Yeah, yeah. ADG. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That oh, was a man. cool event. Word, bro. Throwbacks. Shout out to a lot of bars. Yeah, a lot of bars. Honestly, so. big shout out to a lot of bars. He was the first person to even put me into like a circuit. Um, honestly, I was performing with a lot of like older cats. Like I was in that circuit maybe like two, three years before I started like performing around people our age, you know? So I felt like that's what definitely helped me, seasoned me for when I got there. Like I like I wanna fit in, I wanna make my stamp, I wanna show them I belong here too, you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I got to shout out a lot of boss for that. Yeah. Yeah, man. That guy, he definitely put on and yeah. put on mad shows. And, yeah. Yeah. And I learned put, a lot, of, event a lot of people together. Yeah. For real, bro. I really learned like a lot of event production, especially in the, um, showcasing circuit through him. Cause I was young. I was performing with him. I was about 19 and they were in like 21 year old spots. Right. So he just like took a liking to me, like, I like this kid, I'm gonna get him on some bills, you know, I was like, working mad jobs, making sure I could pay the slots. And, um, you know what I'm saying? Cause I wanted to really like be a part of it. I didn't want a favor. But that's when I was like, wearing, I was wearing the, uh, the, the ties. Cause I, I didn't know anything about business yet. I just knew I wanted to be known as like a brand, like, you know, and then, um, then that turned into to the, the sunglasses and the black gloves and all that. So now like this like kid dressing like R&B singer, rapping, bringing in these two guys that look like rappers and they're singers. It was just confusing the whole demographic. But there was times I had to like sit in little corners because I really was supposed to be there to talk to the owner of the venue. Like, nah, this is a good kid. He, he won't drink, he won't do anything. I was literally caged in Eve Ultra Lounge one time. I had to sit in the cage. I hit the stage, everybody loved the performance. I thought I'd be able to hang out after that, right back to the cage. Um, <laughs> But I say that to say, I, you know, he kept me under his wing. He kept me close. And I was just taking gems and just learning a lot. So that was definitely like my quote unquote first internship, probably in um, production. I was just with trying to with a lot of bars? Yeah. And it wasn't even an internship. Right. I was just a young performer. And he was because I was young, I had to kind of stay close to him. He was responsible for me in certain venues. And yeah, I was just yeah. soaking in game, soaking in game, soaking in game, you know? <laughs> so um, that, that was like really my first introduction to event coordination especially showcasing like i was saying that's bro that's what life's about right like you you have this goal right but you're like well how do i even get to where it is right. but then that i feel like there's a lot of the time like 
I call them the pusher and the pool. Mm-hmm. You know, they just kind of push you in the pool yeah. and like do something about it. Yeah, exactly. So I definitely it's cool that he pushed you in the pool. Yeah, he definitely pushed me in the pool. <laughs> I tell you that. What word, man? So we're talking about around the time you were around 19. But let's even bring it back a little bit to the time where you got into music or you found music, it found you. What? How did you even get into it? Um, I, I started like writing when I was like six. Right? Like I was always drawing. I was an energetic kid. So I was always drawing. I was like the class clown. So I was into acting. I was just into entertainment as a whole at first. But I really was getting into drawing because my best friends um, at the time in elementary school, we were, um, they just, they were sick. Like, it was ridiculous. I think back, I don't know now, I can't even believe they were that young, drawing what they were drawing. So I was trying to keep up. Um, And then, I don't know, man, like, my my family is pretty musical. My father was big into hip-hop. He was, like, a battle rapper back in the day. So every time I would go, uh, they were separated. So when I would go visit him, I was just getting, like, crazy hip-hop records, like, with the curses, you know what I'm saying? Like, blaring speakers, you know, the 90s, right? Um, and then my mom was also like just keeping me like into the hip hop, the the R and B at that time. But then I had my aunt that's a little older than her, so I was listening to like I was getting a lot of oldies like Motown. Um, so I was that was where my just love for music and songwriting was kind of coming in. And then I started making um what I didn't know at the time was parodies, right? So like I said, I was the clown. Um, so I was going in and just kind of like just joking on people, and at, at lunch like through raps and just taking songs I heard on the radio, changing the words, having fun with the flows. And um, and then I just, you know, because they were, I guess the jokes were funny, people would just always be like, yo, rap about him, rap about her. And then it turned into rap about that, rap about that. So music originally started following me just because I kept going back to school. And then somebody would always ask me to do something at the mm. cafeteria, you know? And then it turned into the banging on the tables. I just kind of carried it, but I was still into drawing and just wanted to like entertaining, wanted to be a like actor, right? Um, I just like found an interest in it. And then, yeah, I, I started to like, you know, rap in the, in the house, just mimicking all the rappers, mimicking their voices. That's how I got the love for Cadence, um, understanding the times. And then one day I was just like, yo, I can use my own words. And I was like, yo, I can use my own voice. So I can use my own flow. Um, and then I just started writing and I was writing religiously, like freestyling, writing every day. Um, and then I asked God if I can trade um, drawing for rapping. And then next thing I know, like, yeah, I definitely can't draw no more, I'll tell you that. Um, but they say, <laughs> I, they say I rap pretty good. So I think it was, a good, <laughs> I don't know how that worked out, but then it was just pretty much my love for all of those things, the entertainment, the character, the music, album. I loved albums. So like just listening to, the sonics of a project, what was different from what I heard on the radio, um, getting those cassette tapes, breaking those cassette tapes, my mom yelling at me, you know. What a what a time, right? You just you're just taking it all in, and yeah, I think literally. that's just the beauty beauty of just growing up. No matter at any age, just growing right. up and just a piece of art is here, right? Like, oh, it's the new Neptune's album. Oh, it's the new right, 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 Kendrick, right. and you could just take it in. And just it takes you to all these different places. Exactly. So it's cool yeah. that your love for just the arts took you to all these different places. Here you are starting yeah. as someone that just wants to draw and make something. 
Right. And here you, and then it, you kind of just kept drawing your own path in this right. game, you know, and there's not really a booklet that says, this is how you become right. an MC. This right. is how you throw a community event. This is how you start a right. label. Um, there are books that give us tips and many ideas and motivation and groundwork. But even that, that's books written by people that was just figuring it out and just took yeah. the time to document the tedious work. And that's what people gravitate to those books for because they, they see the bigger plan, but they don't understand like the tedious work, you know, like down to um, personality. Like I've been, like I said, I've been rapping or wanting to be some kind of entertainment or figure, I should say, since like a really young age where you don't really have control over your life. You can't make decisions on what you wear. So you're just really waiting. That's what Killing Time, the intro record is really about, was just like, you just sit in there waiting. Like, you know, you got something, but you just have to wait for that moment, whether that's being old enough, whether that's finding the right resource, whether that's building the right team, finding the right inspiration. Um, so I was kind of just running with that. So it's literally building my personality there. I was just like, you know, I want to be cool because I want to be a rapper one day. You know what I'm saying? I want I want girls to like me because I want to be a rapper one day. So I had a little a lot of insecurities as a kid, right? Because like you know I was funny, but you know I was around funny people, which is why I was funny. So they was hitting it where it hurts, like boom, boom. I was going home thinking about it, like oh dang, like am I ugly? Ah, <laughs> right. So I'm just like you know, um, like kind of just following behind like my cool cousins, you know. The ones that were a little older, so I was still in the same school, but like, yo, like how was all the girls is chasing after him? I'm worried about chasing after the girls. Girls are chasing after him. Like, what does he got going on? You know? And it was just like, and then you learn, oh, it's just confidence. It's just learning how to speak. It's just learning, you know, when to be polite, when to, you know, my mom always had a really big personality. All this entrepreneurship stuff really comes from her. She, she has a bunch of endeavors she has right now, right? So it's That's like- real. You know, so fusing all of those things, what you want to be, what you're made out of already. And and constantly, it goes from beating yourself up to learning that now it's just a whole bunch of self-reflection. So it's just like learning how to look into the mirror, learning how to control emotions, learning perspective on certain things while you're waiting, feeling like you're supposed to be great, but like growing up in poverty, just waiting on and <laughs> like to be the, the, the person to change that whole um, situation and really just going off with complete faith off of like this thing that started when I was in elementary school. You know what I'm saying? I'm just letting not giving up on it because that was the biggest part of me. That's what I knew I wanted to do, not just what they were telling me I was supposed to do, you know? So that, that takes me here. So what did people kind of expect of you? You know, cause you told me your mom was kind of an out the box thinker yeah she's doing this she's trying this she, she's making her own way so you, you learn firsthand with that but like what do you think you said you grew up in poverty what were some expectations of you like what did people think you were going to be um i'm not sure if they knew i had an idea of what i was going to be but i was i was the oldest boy i was the first boy in like the house or family of women aside of my um father's side but i grew up around my mom's side you know what i'm saying so it's just like I just they just knew I was gonna have some responsibilities <laughs> once I started yeah. getting these uh, younger cousins and younger siblings. Um, you know, it became like a, like how little, like how my family was carrying myself. I didn't know we was in poverty. We lived in the projects, but I didn't know like what the projects was until society told me what the projects was. You know what I'm saying? So like I'm in the top floor in the last apartment. I'm thinking we have a penthouse because we're in the building. I'm at the last floor. The elevator goes all the way up. 
What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> you know, but that was just the aura of my family, how they carried themselves. And like poverty wasn't, you know, the way yeah, um, yeah. to find them. And I guess I kind of just carried that. So it was always like with them, I'd say, you know, get a city job. Obviously, like the things that they learned was stability in their time. And then um, I was just kind of like, like I said, this, this, the only boy, the only one that kind of like my mom's was like the black sheep, but like I'm like the even blacker sheep, right? And, um, you know, and I just started running with it. And then I did realize I did have this responsibility um, as far as being like um, a role model or just any kind of influence, right? So I just made sure everything was legit. Like, I'm going to do what I want to do, but I'm going to make sure it's legit. I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to just, okay, I want to be a rapper, but what does it take to be a rapper? All these other things, because it's the entertainment industry. And again, my original interest was the entertainment side of things across the broad, right? However, I can entertain you or you can relate to me, then that's what I was about, you know? Um, and that's my business model too, for all the all the other artists and brands that we work with. Um, that's real. Yeah. I love it, bro. I, I love the perspective, right? Because you're, you're like, well, we were in the projects, but I thought we were in the penthouse. Right. You know, and it's your it's your perspective on your life. All right, I'm gonna enjoy I'm gonna enjoy every moment I have. I'm gonna enjoy the time with the people in my life. Right. I'm gonna enjoy the view. Right. But also build too, because yeah. it's like how like the balance for it's tough for me a lot of times is enjoying it and building it at the same time is very frustrating, especially when like, because like I said, I'm waiting all this time now. Now I'm gonna uh, like my um you know young adult years like when i'm like say that 19 to 23 i'm like really trying to find this balance like yo i want i wanted to be an entertainer because i thought it would be fun i could connect with people but i also like the life they bring it's a lot of freedom but then you really start looking at it it's like now nah, like that's also part of the job right and the life that they're showing us especially back then in the 90s there wasn't no social media there wasn't no none of that so a lot of our entertainers were our biggest thing that made us follow them was they had this character and we know nothing about their personal life. It was just solely off the universe this character was bringing to us. Um, and those were the things that we were idolizing. Um, so like with my brand, I'm really trying to just kind of mix that. Like I'm, I'm a person that became the character I wanted to develop. I'm not trying to be a character, you know what I'm saying? And that's kind of like what I want people to get out of, um, the whole perspective is just like, yo, like you can still create your character, but you can also create your map. You can also create those things. So even when so I never took the the mentality of I thought I was in the penthouse, like I was the prince of the family. They was taking I was the only child and then they was just showering me with love and all this stuff. So I kept to that and I was like, um, they felt like I deserved that. I'm gonna keep feeling like I deserve that. And um, you know, I didn't I didn't really I just felt like, you know, humans being humans. I didn't have no idea what racism was until I got to school. You know what I'm saying? So, and I was, this is what I was thinking about in the school. So it wasn't affecting me. Worst case, I'm a rap about you. And it has nothing to do with race. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just yeah. rap about you, you know? And now you got to think about you and not everything that's telling you, that's helping you um, mask your insecurities about being in this society. And again, that's also what I pull into the brand and into the music. It's like a lot of my um, business um, achievements and all that, I, that came because somebody told me no while I was trying to rap. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna put rap in my pocket real quick because they're wilding with this no. 
You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to rap the whole time. And I'm going to bring rap when I get there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, and, like, that was really my motivation behind taking it to the next level and not just being a rapper. Um, that was selling CDs out of their trunk and Pathmark. I was like, nah, like, I'm not going to be a trunk rapper. Like, I'm not going to be a SoundCloud rapper. Like, I'm not going to be none of that. So I'm going to wait because I know one thing I could do is rap. I got to learn how to make all this other stuff work. And that's what I took the 10 years to do. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, man. It's it's this journey. We We want to get to somewhere, but then we get there. And then we realize there's all this work that we got to do. Right. The, like there's times in life where I'm like, damn, I'm going hard right now. This is a lot. Right. But then I was like, well, the 17 year old, you prayed for this. Yeah, exactly. I say that almost every week. 21 year old, you pay, prayed, prayed for, this. for this. Even last year, bro, prayed for this. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, who are you to <laughs> like who like, you know, it's almost yeah. disrespectful. <laughs> it's just you know what I'm saying like and you gotta humble yourself that's what the self-reflection always comes like yeah people tell me I'm doing good but like am I doing better than last year am I doing better than that expectation from that 17 year old or am I just doing what I thought was cool at 17 because that means I'm not doing enough I should have learned a lot more you know we gotta grow right yeah. we there and as you said you know there are responsibilities you want to take care of your crew your family of course yourself so there's this there's this huge fun part right because you're doing what you love which we've strived for for so long but then the responsibilities kick in oh i gotta take care of this oh i gotta get this but i think that's what makes life balanced out right like we should enjoy the process but then there should be this responsibility where we 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 level up. We get ready. We we prepare. We plan. We practice. Right. We get we keep we sharpen our tools. Right. To be ready for battle the next day. You know, right. just every day, whatever you're doing, whether you're a mother of five, those that's probably the biggest. Battle. That is the biggest word. <laughs> you get that with the money right there. Or you're just an yeah. entrepreneur trying to you know get your your new sneaker line out. Right. right, like we're it's all, all it's all it's all giving all, life to something. something, right? You're all trying to provide something to this world, right? Whether it's you, whether it's making your kids better than you, whether it's making the better the best shoe anybody has ever seen, because that's what you like. Those pieces of you, you know what I'm saying? You know, that's what we all try to leave behind, right? Um, and that's definitely my motivation, leaving something for you know people uh like after behind and present to just be able to build bigger, you know, and be and build bigger than me, you know, like yeah. I should, I'm, I'm trying to innovate to show y'all what innovation is. And like, I'm telling y'all my crazy ideas along the process and sooner or later, I'm going to say something in the back of your mind, you're not going to say it out loud to me, but you're going to be like, nah, but it could, it should be this, you know what I'm saying? And then one day that opportunity is going to come for you to bring that to the table, or at least show you that you could think like that and yeah. then bring whatever, you know what I'm saying? And just get those gears turning. That's real, bro. So you had mentioned a couple of things. I kind of had to kill time to wait for the right time, right? You know, but you were like, I I wanted to do this. I didn't want to just, I wanted to show the world that I was multi-layered. There's more to me than just rap, right? right? You do a lot of stuff. 
how many times do you think you've heard the word no on your journey? So, uh, still more than I've heard yes. <laughs> you know? Um, and, I, and I get it. Like, um, same concept of convincing the, 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 the people that would like get a city job. It's like, you're going into somebody else's establishment, like, hey, listen, I'm this black kid from the projects. I really don't know too much. But what I do know is that I can rap and people are going to like it. And I also have some ideas on how you can bring some people in here that, um, you know, that just like cool stuff, you know? And in the beginning, it was like, yo, get out of here. No, I was like having this conversation with one of my partners today. It was like, get out of here. No, you know, applying, learn, not even know what grants are for grants because one of my boys ended up being a volunteer heard the word told me about it that's how i got into grants <laughs> you know what i'm saying so it's like just lack of knowledge lack of resources and i started realizing it was a separation more than um them just not accepting my ideas it's because i don't know what they have going on i don't know how to really organize these ideas um so i just jumped into like a bunch of internships and you know i was like if i can't if I'm not worth the money yet, all right, but, but the one thing I do have is time, right? So if I take time to learn this stuff, make myself uncomfortable, um, put myself in positions where I'm forced to learn, all of my like internships ended up being um, under like a director of some kind of department or the CEO or something, whether it was through like a workforce program or whatever the case, like it was always the guy that was in charge that knew all the things. And I was only handling probably the lightest of the load but um he or she would always kind of just keep me in tune i'm hearing the conversations and then i would go back to the people that said no two of the no's i ended up getting internships it's just i didn't go through the person that said no to me i went to the person that was listening when they said no and they're like why do they keep saying no to this kid now those people are directors and they moved up and they took pretty much like their beliefs into the brand and into these organizations which now i'm allowed to work with on a capacity where now I'm partnered with every space that's said no to me. Every space that's not said no to me back then, we're all partners now, we all have great relationships and it's all based off of um, people coming in that kind of just saw that vision. Same thing, we need cool people doing cool things, whether it's entrepreneurship, art, whatever it is, mommy and me's, yogas, like we need to start showing these people that these places are for the community. And that was always my goal. It was just on a musical tip. You're saying no to me. You're saying no to mad other people. And there's so many other people that don't know. I just found out about you. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm trying to use me to get this information to those other people. And then that's when my, my concept of brand partnerships started coming into play. And I started applying that to me as a person, cross-marketing. That once they had Dash pick me up for when we did Forever to Fly. So I had hit stars before. That was my first like label where I was more of just getting my feet wet on production and studio and writing for people and having them come out and perform with me because a lot of bars is circuit that I was in. That was like, we were getting it out then. Um, but then we started doing Forever to Fly. And um, because Dash believed in me outside of being a rapper, he was he suggested, yo, you should be a PR. You should do PR for this, help with marketing. You're already putting yourself out, don't just put the shirt on. You know? And then it turned into learning production. Now we got to mm-hmm. do, do, now he learned his camera, he's a photographer to this day. Tutorials doing great on YouTube. Like he's he's still educating other people. He learned photography through just us trying to get some pictures of some shirts. I was there, we was in Snug Harbor, he took a picture, click, 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 looked at the picture, it was like, yo, I think I'm kind of good at this, huh? Yo, come look at this, right? Became a photographer professionally. 
<laughs> like, you know, just in that moment, because we just needed a picture, because he would believe, mm. you know, if I take a picture of starting the shirt, what people are going to see it. Took the picture, was like, if I, I believe now in me, if I take more pictures of people in their lives, I'm going to build up my knowledge. And then with him doing that triggered me to apply what I was learning in these, entre- uh, in these internships and, my, and growing my, um, my love for entrepreneurship. Like, all right. I know how to get it out there, but do I know how to really get it out there? And, I, and that's what made me tune into um, the marketing side of it. Mm. I went to school for marketing, but I only went to school for marketing because somebody told me a street team is a form of marketing in high school. So I was like, oh, that's getting out music, right? Bet I'm going to go to school for marketing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, I didn't know it was this whole world when I got into it, but it just helped me apply different things and us finding our strengths in different moments um and like i said we just kind of built off that and just like ran with it and um it started from those no's you know because somebody told him nah um i don't want to do it for that price i want to do it for the super expensive price that mm-hmm. you don't even really know how to use your camera yet but you didn't want to be humble to say that so he was like no i'm gonna actually learn how to do this camera thing and then not need anybody else and then it's turned into a passion for him. You know what I'm saying? So those, those notes helped. I wouldn't be anywhere if it wasn't for notes. Somebody told me I can't rap better than them. And I I was just, I was not trying to hear that. <laughs> you know, I was like, what? I've been rapping since I was six. Are you kidding me? And then ever since that, I was just like, no, like one thing you're going to know is that, you yeah. know, I appreciate everybody's craft, but this is a competitive sport. And that's why I separate all of like, you know me, bro. I, I love everybody. You cannot like me and I'll still support something you got to repost it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care because that's it's not personal for me, you know? But in the competitive nature, whatever the, the counterpart of personal is for this specific topic is all the way that. Like, I want to win because I told y'all what I'm fighting for. So if you're not, if I build a platform for you to work with me so we can get it together and then you don't want to do that or you want to go against it, then I'm coming for you. Period. Cause I got a team. I got a family. I got everything. I got notes. I got everything that we were just talking about, and um, that's why I'm willing to take the heat and be the first to try different concepts and touch the brand and put and risk a lot of things. People didn't understand what I was doing. We just working. What you want to build a events company and you want to build a media company, but you're not taking pictures of yourself. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like what are you doing? Are you doing all this to be a rapper? And then when it was time to be a rapper, I have all the things that I need. We have the team and now I can switch focus on um, primarily our brands that we've learned from building up with these other people and other brands um, and still being able to offer that externally. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, like I did. Like you got to take some time and what you want to get into or you're going to be in somebody else's hands. And that's one thing I didn't want to be. I could have got a record there two times over the years without the, the music and all that, just all the shows I was doing. And I didn't like the number and I didn't like that. I didn't know enough to have control. And I was going to be somebody else's team. Somebody else's team was going to manage me. And if that manager just didn't care about me enough, then my career was over forever. So, you know. It's real, bro. I feel like if I could prescribe myself anything, it would be people believing in me. Right. And people not believing in me. Right. I think there's this certain edge that we get when we have a chip on our shoulder. Mm-hmm. I think chips on our shoulder lead to championships. Yeah, definitely, brother. Straight up. You know, like, definitely. 
but it's what are you going to do with that chip on your shoulder right you could let it continue to dig deeper 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 until eventually gets to your heart and explodes right or how are you going to transform that chip into a championship right you know and here you are bro you know odds stacked against you right based on i guess your zip code or wherever Zip code, you know, complexion, um, so a lot, dialect. Yeah, a lot, a lot <laughs> yeah. Where people would be like, oh, well, he's he's going to be mediocre, right? He's right, right, right. Whatever. Right. Or he, he'll do, you know. And, bro, you're. I think that's good to have that chip on your shoulder in a way to be like, you know what? Like, hearing the nose, hearing the people be like, well, I don't I, I don't really get this. Right. Because it you learn in every experience whether yeah, it was right. meant for you or not and right. or if you thought it was and it wasn't whatever the case was you learn in that moment like yeah. okay it didn't work out why why not okay right. we're gonna take this put this here put this there and i like i really like that about you bro you know you you did start as an mc but i've seen quite a diversified level of skills you've had you know you've added to your repertoire Thank you. you know now you're, you're you're supporting other people's dreams you're going to different educational places organizations right. you know telling the youth that they could do it right you're, you're putting yourself out there bro and the confidence it's crazy to even hear that story about when you were younger where the confidence you were trying to build it. Like I yeah. just, I thought yo, it was I would, like permanently. Yeah. Starter is a, like, I'll say it like this around my family. Yeah. That's, we have a natural charisma to us. Right. But when, if I was just going to kind of just like not be public property, then yeah. But my insecurities come from though. Am I going to be cool enough to convince the entire planet <laughs> you know that they should love me and love me so much that I'll be able to provide for all the members of my family you know what I'm saying like like you gotta and then and thank god I thought like that because now we're in this whole cancel um culture you know what I'm saying so I was like literally just trying to toughen my skin to protect myself from um how passionate and vulnerable I am about my craft right especially the young and then um my dreams goals capabilities so it really was like it was really inspirational but just again killing time though too it was just like bro like i've been every time i got it i was like what do you mean like you know how long i've been waiting but they don't know right and then it came down to you know back to you got to get the music out and i wasn't i didn't put music out consistent really until this year i was done over almost 800 shows I started streaming what KOMC we did about five to six years ago. Found this freestyle came out last year, which is what kind of got the attention towards my situation now. But Maracas was really what got us the deal and everything. Um, but and that's why I came out swinging. I was like, all right, um, you thought I wasn't going to rap when it was time to rap. You thought I was just doing all this random stuff. So it was like single, single, video, video, EP, album roll out all this stuff like i got three three more videos to shoot before the year's up and 
I want to start planning for next year in November while we're just stacking all of this stuff up now. Because one thing I'm trying to solidify is like, if you ever thought I wasn't going to make music, I was just going to make music here and there like I've been and not use my time. Like it wasn't going to lead to something. So sadly mistaken, like I'm not going anywhere. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like I'm really not going anywhere for like generations not going anywhere. So, and that was my motivation this whole time. All right, I'm gonna do this little show and I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it for free while I'm in the red. I'm gonna do it for this. I'm gonna not work a real job that's paying me so I can help your job pay you so I can build up my value to show you I am capable of that. You know what I'm saying? Even in the mud struggling independently, you know, I stopped doing grants maybe like four, maybe like six years ago, bro. So I wasn't getting public funding for those. A lot of this was independently funded me and Charlie going crazy, you know what I'm saying? Um, and just kind of like putting our lives on the line. Like, all right, it's gonna like even you know we have some turmoil in my personal relationships. Like, yo, how do you even know all this is gonna work? Like, how do you feel like, you know, like what's your master plan? So you're gonna do all this stuff. You're gonna build up all this worth, and what you're gonna it's just like rap, right? You're gonna hope somebody sees it, and then somebody's gonna come to you, and they're gonna be like, wow, I really like what you got going on. And matter of fact, your music's hot. Um, I want to be a part of it. And I was like, yeah, and it sounded crazy every time, you know, but it worked. So leave me alone, <laughs> you know? So now I'm going to hit you on your head top with all of this music. And if you don't listen to it, then really leave me alone. Like, don't ask me seven years for a song and then not listen to the EP that I rushed for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, how did, did were, were you invested in hearing my music or you just want to some shit to say oh but you're not doing this but you're not doing this you know what i'm saying so now i'm just gonna do everything that i can possibly think of we have a fucking amazing part of my language i don't know if we could curse here i have an amazing team uh, you can bloop that <laughs> i have an amazing no, team we're good we're good um that i'm 100 confident in um and though i bring crazy ideas to the table they're confident in me and um that's why we testing the limits with the sonics of the project doesn't sound like any other hip-hop album that's out right now um and that's why i'll be testing it with the the like the actual visuals through we just working in the media department through that kind of showing people what we can actually bring to the table um with marketing and all of that same with um banks and roses society with the development of the artist the production the structure most importantly uh what we're working on with tall rabbits that's just going to change the world period and you know, and I'm gonna just keep making cool music to update y'all on what's going on. But that's it. <laughs> that's real. Yeah. You know? uh, that's real, man. I'm happy that you know the project is out. The starter kit, volume one. Yeah. Because I know, you know, I I've known you for quite a while, and there was time I'm like, yo, I I want to hear what he got. You know, I've I know I remember we had some talk. And then I was, so when it came out, I was really, I was like, okay, let's go, let's go. And, but I'm like, but I understood the, I, the idea of building other things and making, setting up the groundwork, putting people on, giving people opportunities, you know, creating opportunities for the community to enjoy. Yeah. But what if I understood that? What if I was successful super early and I had all these ideas, but like I said, I was a part of another team. That's like, I'm not from Staten Island. Like, come on, we got to go. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't be able to do nothing. I leave my cousins and my brother and sister out here trying to figure out what to do. You know, my network really grew from 
um, started really strategically growing through, like, I don't know what my brothers and sisters are going to want to do. I know what I want to do. I don't know what they're going to want to do. And I'm just going to try to meet somebody in every single industry. So whatever pops up, I got a friend, somebody I could call. Yo, can my sister intern for you? Can I, you know, she wanted to be a vet. I got an internship at the zoo for a little bit. Realized she didn't want to be a vet. She just loves animals. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like giving them that like opportunity to actually figure it out. And that has to, and they can't be going through no's. I don't know if they mentally did that years of beating themselves up to toughen their skin for that. They could just be looking at me that for that. You know what I'm saying? No, it's it's just a circle, right? You're you're following your dreams, but it's not just that. You're supporting other people and their dreams, and that's what I always talk about, and that's what I love seeing. Because it's not just us in this world. We're all we're all contributing something that's creating this the whole picture. Right. So we have to be able to find ways to show love. And I feel like I wouldn't be, I wouldn't know what it, what to do if it was just me looking out for me, me looking out. Yeah, for it me. was a weird transition for me this year, trying yes. to like transition in services and team focus to like the actual starter brand for this whole project and rollout. Like it's weird. It's weird. I had my photographer for two, three years now. And I've maybe done one, two photo shoots for myself throughout that entire time. We were shooting every week, you know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like kind of just weird, like, all right, no, you do got to focus. It, it, like, it got back, I had to sit back and really, like, go back to how it was when it started. It was like, if you want to be able to provide these things to these people properly, then you have to go out and get it. So the, I feel like this is just the next chapter of, of that, in a sense. Like, all right, we, first chapter was get the resources. Now turn those resources into tools. And then the next chapter, I'm sure, is going to be built. We're building a foundation still, you know what I'm saying? But soon we'll be able to build up, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, let's, you know, talk about what's going on right now. We we hinted at the project. You've talked about the lead up, you know, the, the, the going to other lanes, building foundations. Right. You know, working interning you know just taking it in you know learning taking whatever you can being shadowing the greats right you know becoming great and now it's like staying great and helping other people be great so here we got you know the starter kit you you briefly spoke about killing time Mm. maybe we could chat about where they at you know um let's maybe break down a couple some of the records and um okay yeah let's so where are they at? Where were you at when you made that? Um, where they at? Um, shout out to Dom Stacks, the producer. Um, he linked with Stoop Boy C. Means Stoop was actually in a band years ago, a party after. I know you remember that chapter. Um, that's actually CJ the DJ and MC. Um, so he was just actually like getting back in the rap. Um, you know, he had actually got a city job. He stopped music for a little bit uh, to get the city job. And now he wants to get back into the, the music, just, I guess, despite all the things going on with Frankie, because that's one of his best friends. Um, so he brought me the, the record, just showing me, like, yo, you know, I got this beat, I got this idea. He he showed Frankie first. Frankie liked it, but he wasn't really, like, catching the vision. I, I heard the, the hook, 
And I was like, nah. And I was just like, it was just him on the hook at the time. It was before we, we did the switch off. And I was like, nah, like I see exactly where he's going with this. And it was like a record I, I haven't heard from him before. Um, so yeah, that same day, I kind of just went back to Toe Hill where I grew up. That's like my little, you know what I'm saying? My space, I always go back to the hood. And then um, I just wrote, I was writing on like the path I used to uh, walk when I was a kid, like in mm -hmm. high school, I used to walk, walk a certain path because it's all uphill and I would practice out loud to get my breath control like going. That's how I was practicing for performances and every time I write. Um, so I just kind of, you know, nostalgic, boom, wrote the verse in like an hour, called him. I was like, yo, I got a verse. If you want to hear it, um, boom, just hit me up like oh, during the week. So one day I see him at like a bar or something. I spit it to him in the back. He was like, yo, you should switch off on the, the chorus. The, nah. I was like, all right. We got to the studio of Banks and Roses to um, lay a reference. And then I'm just listening to back. And then like the in the chorus, the the second where they at, like the where they at, the, the high-pitched one, I kind of did it by accident. And then um, CJ was like, nah, do that again. He just took it from track to song that's the catchy element we needed da, 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 da. so now he's getting more excited his, it comes out in his delivery um and for us for me on the record i kind of just felt like where where he was coming from before he brought it to me it was like he's he's back he's trying to get into it he's still you know pen still pen still sharp didn't skip a beat um and now he's just like yo like i'm outside where y'all at like i friended on me the whole time i was gone um where y'all at and then for me it was exactly that and it was also like the the pride of building all these other things without the music right so it's like all right now i'm here with the music so like where y'all at i got this, this this i'm bringing all of this to the table with big beats like where y'all at like are y'all are y'all still ready to talk the same smack y'all were talking when i wasn't here because now y'all stuck with me <laughs> you know y'all stuck with me and we have different if you listen to the verse it's really more of like yo we have different goals, bro. We just have different goals. <laughs> like, just let's leave it at that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, Love you want to be the king of the neighborhood. I'm trying to, like, influence the world, you know? Like, KOMC was a, a reference to Martin Luther King. It wasn't even me, like, being, I'm... But if you listen to the lyrics, it's all, it's a community record. Yeah, That's of why course. I did community tours with it, right? So we're, where, the, where we at was just the opposite of that. It was just like, all right. You know, you remember I did the community. You know, I love the community. Y'all can never question that. Well, are y'all at? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, what's up? No so. doubt. <laughs> Let's talk about vibes. Vibes. Such a, you know, such a, like a staple, right? Vi just the word vibes is just. I feel like such a staple of the two thousands. Like it's, yeah, it sets. You know, we right. we use it for everything. Right. And we we understand it. We all have a different take of it. It could describe many different things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And moments. So what does that track mean to you? Maybe talk about how it came together and uh, the building of it. Um, what it means to me, Bob's definitely just the synergy of the team. Like how it came together was so organic. Um, it was the first time Crossfade and uh, really the team outside of me and Frankie was in the studio. Um, we did a two day kind of thing that we were working on a lot of stuff for me, but I just kind of had them chilling out. And then we finished it early. We all slept over. Um, and then the next day we just woke up. Frankie had to, um, get a beat. 
um, my brother, Mayor, was with us. And I was just like, he was excited, but he was quiet the whole first day because it's, I guess, soaking it all up, right? So the next day, we're just like, yo, like, you pick the all right, now you 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 make the song. Like you make what should it be about? It kind of just put him on the spot, right? Um, and then he wrote the chorus. I just woke up, mind you. I slept like in the in the uh, control room, so like they're just walking in, talking all this. I'm like, all right, man, like you got the song, you picked it. Like I'm gonna go eat, right? Um, and then it, you know, the chorus came. Frank is like, yo, I'm gonna get on it. They're like, yo, you should get on it too. Uh, Crossfade came in late, came in at like 5 a.m. because he was DJing the night before. So um, nobody knew Crossfade can sing. Only I knew Crossfade can sing. He's a, he's a DJ, right? Um, so he's in the cut. I see him plotting. He's in the cut. They're like, yo, sorry, write a verse. I'm like, I was kind of just like right across my mind. I was like, all right. They had no idea what anybody was writing about. Um, and I literally just wrote about literally the vibe, like what was happening that day. You know what I'm saying? Like that whole verse. This is, the whole album is true statements. I got to, why these are so long-winded is because I got a story for every bar on the project, you know? Um, but, you know, they're, they're, they're the moments I'm trying to capture, whether it's like vibes, I'm just trying to enjoy it and remember it, or a lesson that I'm just trying to re remind myself for that, that later me. Um, but yeah, we just recorded the record. Um, you know, we all just kind of jumped in. Crossfade hit the mic. Everybody went ballistic. Like, yo, Bruno Mars, Chris Brown. This is crazy. Um, he's actually about to be working on some more records with him, actually. And, um, yeah, that's probably one of my favorite records because it's genuinely just, like, about the vibes of my team. Like, that's what we do. Like, we just talk to the chicks. Like, yo, just come chill with us. Like, we ain't trying to be the creepy guys. We ain't trying to bag everything. We just like to provide good energy. You know, that keeps us inspired. That's what we just work and all is all about chasing your dreams, but feeling like it's not work, even though it's the hardest work ever on the planet. Um Love it. But yeah, so I really just wanted to embody that, make it warm, make it bright, not so crazy. Like it's not crazy eight oh eight, it feels like a Cali record. It's supposed to just really just feel like that. Shout out to Breach for shooting the video. Um and we shot it on Staten Island, which was really dope. We didn't try to like fake the whole Miami thing. It was just like, yo, this is really just our vibe. <laughs> like, this is what you're going to see it, when you hang out with us, you know? So, yeah, now let's talk about Breathe. It looks like the only record with your brother. Yeah, so Maya is the brother on Vibes, and Jay Quick oh, is, oh, also my, is also my younger brother. Um, oh, word, word. I saw Mayor. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, that, that's a record... It means a lot to me. I held the beat for a little while. I had it for a while. Lawrence McConaughey, the producer on it. We've been working for years. Um, I knew it was going to be something, and I knew it was going to be weird and something nobody expected from me. It's like this retro beat. Um, but I just wanted to do something for what I like. As, like, you know, a lot of my performance records, especially for females, are all women empowerment songs, like Bad Girl, all of those. Um, you know, we still have the Swag Dirty records, which is how I'm able to do the Maracas and all of that. Um, but for the most, that's even me just still saying, like, you know, do whatever you want. But like, I try to empower women the same way, like I said, I grew up in a household of women. Like, you do whatever you want in any form, in any fashion. There's a thousand different cultures changing. Don't let nobody judge you for your path. Just do it smart, do it strategic, and be the boss of it. If you're going to do it, don't fall victim to somebody else's just because you want to be a part of it. Um, and that's where the record came from. So it was really like an ode to, like, you know, my aunts, my mom, my sisters, my um, niece especially. Um, I really, that's why I wanted to make it a clean record for my niece. 
um and just kind of just like that message and just pretty much just like yo just relax breathe you know especially um minority women that have like this play like you said like that chip that's con constantly just being placed on them but it's women across you know the board general um just humans being human and that's why i didn't want to you know it's coming i i know it's coming from this black rapper but i tried to make it as uh marketable as possible and universal sonically and i made it more of a pop record to make sure they know, like, oh, I have an R&B singer on it. We have a, you know what I'm saying? All yeah. those elements, like, you can you can still be a part of all those elements. You can have, you can be a stern boss in the office, but also still have that sensitive side. Kind of just take care of yourself. Remember your personal life. Remember your family. And just literally breathe, you know? And I want my music to be kind of an escape for people. Um, so it's also kind of just plays off that, like, you know, I'm always make records like it. It mixed with the party stuff. Um, so, you know, let me take my hand, keep breathing with me. Um, and I'm going to just keep trying to reassure you that you got it. That, that's really the, the, um, the, uh, basis behind that. There's a quote that I seen, um, empower women, empower women, mm. you know? So empowered women. Yeah. I love yeah. It. So that's really where it's at. You know, like a girl on the rock, she's like whole female entrepreneur icon out here at this point you know what i mean i watched her grow grow that from um you know a dj i met when she was in high school to now being the vp of we just working and coo of banks and roses society and like really running companies and empowering other people to do the same so i just was hoping that song could you know touch more people um to inspire them to kind of be like that you know that's real and then you ended with True That. Yeah. Maybe you could take us to that through the making of that one. True, True That just goes back to Shout out to Be Easy on the Beat. Um, the homie. Uh, big homie right there. Um, True That was really just go back to that competitive nature. Kind of just like that I told you so. You know, like I told you when I rap, we was going to rap. And, I, and, and that's why I put it last. It was like, I, I wanted to show y'all I was a music artist. Everybody just thought I wanted to just be a rapper. And I'm like, how? I did all these other things. Why would you think I would just want to be a rapper? You know what I'm saying? All these um, creative expression um, platforms that we provide, like, why wouldn't you just think I'm just trying to express myself through this music? But if we want to just do some rap stuff, then this is this is what me rapping sounds like. I'm going to be dipping in the pockets. I'm going like, to, because I'm, I'm about to crap. I'm a songwriter. You know what I'm saying? I'll take time to put all those instruments together, you know? Um, so yeah, True That was just kind of like, after hearing the project, if you've been waiting for it, if you heard the whole project, it's kind of like, got the crowd like, who that? I'd be like, move back. Said I was the best because I knew that. And I'd be like, true that, you know? All the compliments I'm getting, all the, you know, people that didn't, there's MCs that didn't necessarily talk behind my back because I didn't have music and I was just trying to do too much. They didn't understand. And then they, and then they hit me up when it comes out, like, yo, this is fine, you know? And, and I appreciate that. I got no ill, because again, I can't blame people for not understanding my plan because I'm trying to have an innovative plan. If you understand my plan too quick, I don't have the right plan. Mm. You know, so I'm not mad at that. Um, but well, while I'm here, if we are going to get competitive about it, then I am going to, like I said, I'm going to try to rip your heads off if you, know, you can't get with us. That means you're against the cause. It's not like you're against me and my team. You're against the cause. 
and my team is really about that cause. So if we got to do that in the booth, when the most competitive arena I have, um, then I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put my best in it. And your mom's gonna like my music. Your girlfriend's gonna like my music. Your son's gonna play my music at his prom, and you have to deal with that. So you might as well just like you know stop fighting it. <laughs> you know, yeah. that was really my whole inspiration behind you that you know what I'm saying like just stop fighting it bro mm. like I like your music why are you being weird stop being weird because <laughs> it's gonna get real awkward for you when everybody around you is playing my music get homie dancing you gotta honor it your little sister all of my card again <laughs> I'm kind of proud of you taking some ownership <laughs> you know Not real talk real talk and Shout out to Delia's croc in the back. Big step. Big step. Think about it. Like, people are out here doing their thing. We're not paying rent to be in someone else's thoughts. So why right. are you keeping us there? Yeah, um, bro. And like with all the positive things, thing. especially with you as Dave Noodles, with all the positive things we give you all to think about, why y'all fishing out something fake and negative to talk about? Like, it makes no sense. We've been literally trying to, we went like through hell producing platforms for artists and they felt like we were still in some kind of competition. And I'm like, bro, I'm not even putting music out right now. I'm, I'm not even in this show. Like, what are you talking about? Like, we, we just supposed to be building together. Mm. Um, you know what I'm saying? And honestly, I don't want True. fake energy around me. So if you don't feel like that, like really just don't pull up. Just don't. <laughs> you know, like, I'd rather, yeah. I, I'm not going to be fake. And, um, and I'm going to, which means you're just going to watch me smile all day. And if you don't like my smile on top of the positive things we're doing, I really got nothing for you, bro. <laughs> you know? Yeah, man. Success has a way of filtering out things and people, you know? And, it just it just is what it is right and uh you know as you said shout out to delia with success you you got to define your own success we've talked right. we've been talking about this for years right and well you know we're out your success is different than the guy right. next door right it goes back to we have so, different goals but, right but let's right wherever we're from wherever we live now wherever we're gonna live let's just still be neighbors and let's still show love regardless if we understand each other or not right you know especially in a um borough that's trying to start a whole revolution and break our borough it shouldn't just be like an individual trying to yeah. like it has to be like you said it have to kind of just be like this neighbor mob thing that's the only time it works is when you know what i'm saying yeah when we're saying kind of just came together they were beefing and they came together like let's get this money and that's kind of my whole concept. Like, even if we beefing, I'll keep y'all away from each other. But please, let's at least get this money. Because we're just going to be... I'm not going to beef poor. That's stupid. Because now we got more to beef about. I'm hungry. You're hungry. Like... Yeah. You feel me? Like, it don't make sense. Yeah, man. I recently heard a story about someone who grew up with someone. I won't say where they grew up. Gotcha. The person that they knew kind of blew up went to Hollywood and then forgot about all the people that that person graduated with, mm. grew up with, went to prom with, right. in their yearbook with, right. pretty much like 
oh, well, I'm here now. You're not with me no more. And I remember this person I was talking to was a little disheveled by it because he was this person was like, well, I don't understand. This was my friend. Right. We we graduated together. And then this person gets here and they completely just blacklisted everyone. Right. And you want to know what happened? Guess what happened to that person who forgot who they came up with, forgot who supported them on the way up. What, what do you think happened? You got flops. You got that person had to move back to the uh... neighborhood that they grew up in because when they went to Hollywood... It didn't work out. They became Hollywood, but forgot about being a human. That's crazy. And, and it showed it. It showed that stunts the whole growth if process. Dang, if coming in the And if you're coming in the room with that energy, right? imagine what these millionaire execs, they could see right through that. That right. you're playing a game. That you're, right. You know what I mean? Like Think about like Kid Cudi, bro. Straight authenticity from the jump. And look where he is. It got him in right. all these rooms. It got him in the room with Ye. He delivered. Got him in the room again. He delivered. Delivered. You know what I mean? He didn't right. get to where he was and then say, oh, well, F Staten Island. Right, exactly. And he grew he, crazy. He lived in Staten Island for a few years, too. And he That's even crazy. brought stuff up like that, brought it up in interviews. So, bro, just being a neighbor to your people, regardless of where we live, where we're going to live where we grew up, if we even get each right. other or not. Let's just right. be kind, bro. Harry Styles was spitting the truth when he said right. treat people with kindness. That's a you fact. Know, we could live with that. And bro, I just see you, you know, you know, you're just you just on the snowball effect of your dreams. And you're just you're you're rolling, you're rolling, you're rolling. And it, whether you're going up or down the hill, you're right. taking people with you and you're just growing each time. Mentally, spiritually, yeah. just making it all work, and you're taking your people with you, bro. It's it's very cool to see, um, and I've known you since, as we said earlier, since those ADG shows with right. a lot of bars, right? Before Hop Shop, for real, yeah. We just uh, came from printing these um, little um, flyers. Um, I'm doing. Uh, we could get into that when. Um, we talk yeah. about all the the Tor Rabbits collaboration, but like those that flyer, I was on that flyer. He was on that flyer, and that was the first um, printed flyer that I had. That was like my performance flyer. I had it like hung up in my crib and shit. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's funny. It's like a like a full circle thing going on. <laughs> but um, but yeah, that's bro, real. yo, like you said, like just just and like insane. Like you know, I watched you just skyrocket with like <laughs> multiple brands but you know people always love you for it you know what i'm saying um and like you said it comes from treating people with kindness um being that neighbor and and that through you is so genuine that it reflects into the brands that you that you've been producing and the events you produce and that's what people are showing up for they're showing up to be a part of that that energy that happiness that vibe um and thank then, you my bro you know, and then that's why we don't stop dreaming, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's just perfect tag to come along with that energy. <laughs> you know, that's real, man. And I'm just, I'm just been amazing to see your growth. You know, I remember King of my, the SOS 
series. Yeah, right. That was a moment. For was anyone a moment. who for everyone, anyone who doesn't know, my guy somehow booked the main stage at Snug Harbor, which they were only doing these like theatrical Broadway style yeah. kind of folky stuff. Yeah. Nothing there in no our age range. There was yeah. no, I never went to an event. I never even thought it was possible. This guy threw a whole week of events. You know, two months, bro. Remember, we had flyers for each week. For oh yeah, oh. It was we had the fashion months. show, yeah, yeah. the guy that we ended with the with the musical, but we had the fashion show, the uh, photography walkthrough, the art gallery, and the battle of the bands mm. as well. Shout out to Charlie Rock on that project because he was really like that was us just in his basement figuring out. And went from we were going to do one show. And then they were just like, Charlie said something about multiple shows. And they were like, yeah. And we didn't expect them to say yes. So we just kept bringing up like ideas. And they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, and it turned into that. But that was our first huge, like real festival press run. That was the most people we worked with. People we didn't even know too. We were doing a lot of submissions. Um, that's when I learned a lot about, uh, I learned a lot about um, designing. Even the flyers that we designed today, I learned that from watching you make those flyers. A day and oh, uh, we were at Starbucks. Nice. Uh, yeah, early yeah, days, Canva, bro. Early days, were that was fun. And you're a real one because you was the only one to be like one day, like, like uh, <laughs> I think it was like our third flyers or something. You just looked at me. He was like, "Yo, bro, you you know you could just do this yourself, right? You don't have to keep <laughs> paying me to do this." I was like, "Where? Like, I don't have to go to school for mad years." He was like, "No, just use the website you're watching me use right now." <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> you know? And then, boom, look. And then that, that definitely helped our marketing department a lot. <laughs> so I thank you for that. Oh, yeah, yeah, bro. We go back, man. All the way, bro. So, you know, we're, we, we're talking about past, present. And now maybe let's talk about a little bit of the future. I know you okay. got, you know, I was really hype about volume one. So of course, if you're calling it Volume One, right, that must mean so, something. It must mean something. <laughs> so what does that something. mean? That means Volume Two is on the way. Okay. So, uh, so Volume One is the EP. Uh, you get an exclusive breakdown of it. So Volume One is the EP. Volume Two is actually an album, right? Um, some of the songs on the EP version will be added to it. That's why I saw it still packaged under the starter kit. So it actually is more of like a deluxe package. Um, first one was more of just like I said, the records of like the energy of me being an artist in the public view, me being out with my friends, um, how I maneuver around competition. Um, and then this next uh, group of records kind of just like brings that to um, you know, a deeper level, more of like personal thoughts, personal situations. Me as an actual artist, not just what I can create. Um, Love it. Really like my perspective um, going through, you know, like the, like say, um, say vibes was during, during the day, then, um, you know, remember when it's probably what I'm thinking of at night and kind of just like back to reality of like, all right, what's the next step? Today was fun, but what did we achieve? Like they're mm. supposed to just have fun. What did I do to get a step uh, closer? Um, so it. just, yeah, a lot of that. So I'm a sad, so I got a lot of like winter, fall, 
um vibes to that sonically i know this one is a lot like volume one is really energetic all the way through this one kind of like mellows it out gives it some balance talks about things i don't talk about you know my it's not a lot of my personal life on my instagram or social medias um so you know the music's really the only way you're gonna get that outside of exclusive dave noodle interviews yeah. <laughs> i'm excited man I'm definitely hungry for more because I was like, oh, track six. Oh, man. Like, uh, I, I need I, more. I, know. I need more. I know. So. We, did. we was going to do the whole thing in one shot, but I really just wanted to show the artistry yeah. first before again. We, you know, we're still planning out the structure of this label and um, and all our, our rollouts uh, to each brand. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's but it's been definitely cool. Definitely great experience. Like, shout out to Philly Diamond. Uh, shout out to Frankie Face. That day in the studio, just challenging the hell out of me when it comes to just producing records and getting the right people from the team involved on certain records. Um, knowing oh, when man. to change the verse, knowing when to re-record, knowing like we spent months on a lot of these. I know six songs, but it was also like six months. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I wrote five of the the whole project, I probably wrote five the first week of the deals. I was in December, and then I was kind of just writing while living what was going on. Mm. Um, but it took us, like I said, like six months to really perfect even the five that we had. And then two, two, two of them isn't even on volume one. We saved it. Okay. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I know the world is. Appreciate you, bro. So you're working on that. I don't even know how you you got all this going on. You know, there's, <laughs> there's you, bro. There's a lot to there's a lot of homework to do. Yeah, it's definitely a lot of homework. I know you got some stuff going on with ice cream. You know, documentary. Yeah, shout thing. out to Scoop. There it so is. So many different. Boom, boom. Make sure y'all get that girl on the rock strawberry cheesecake. Make sure y'all get that Frankie Face Duce de Leche. Make sure you get that starter after hours caramel river, the sexiest sound of ice cream in the market. You feel me? Here we go. All gonna be there at the Sodic Muse, but um, we're gonna like try to keep that going as much as possible. I had it at the one on um, October first. We did a lot of different launches there that day, um, but we're still gonna have it like like I said, Sonic Muse. We have other series that we're working on, so we're trying to keep it icy even in the even in the winter. You know what I'm saying? Got to keep it cool. It's okay. When you're a cool guy like you, bro, it only makes sense. So uh... nah, bro, I'm trying to keep up with these cool kids. That's why I'm just. <laughs> Really, I'm not going to lie. One of my biggest inspiration behind this, um, when I got involved with the ice cream company, like the, it was just like a lot of cool stuff. Like shout out to Dime. Uh, she also owns um, Dime Life Productions, um, New Heat Studios, uh, Making Moguls. Um, so she, we've been working together for years, but she's the one that brought me in on this. They were originally a client last year when they first launched, and then they did a rebrand after, um, after the winter. So that's when I got on board. But I was just like, yo, like, this could possibly make me the coolest uncle on the planet. So I was just like, you know what? We'll make it work. I'm just trying to be the coolest uncle on the planet. I don't know. Like, that's my goal at this point. Like, <laughs> I just need my niece and nephew to be able to flex at school. I want to be able to pull up after a long tour with a pony and all be forgiven. Like, that's <laughs> really my goal right there. You know? <laughs> Oh, that's Don't real, man. Talk about me. They're, they're the ones that's going to make me a legend. You know, no matter what the press says, they'd be <laughs> like, nah, Uncle Will was I. Right. I don't care what y'all say. I think that's, 
I think that's such a key ingredient, you know, to you. You know, because you have a global vision. You have the team mentality. But then you're like, at the end of the day, all I want is to be the coolest uncle in the world. Yeah. You know, and then it just comes back to day one. I got a cool cool niece and nephew, and I'm about to get another nephew. So I'm like, they know they're cool. (laughs) They know they're cool. So I'm just trying to keep up with them at this point. They're the ones that's going to like, that's why I'm really excited. I, I know I keep like, bringing up this specific brand, but like, that's why I'm excited what I'm doing with uh, Toll Rabbits, because it's really like, we're really trying to build out something for future generations that still um, can have people involved and still get people asking questions and possibly like get them asking enough questions where it creates more like job opportunities in a way where maybe we, we, we or the industry isn't thinking about it yet and kind of give that power to the youth to really like, you know what I'm saying? Like we're starting with the key because it's the key to the kit, but it's the key to their success. That's what mm. the whole kit is about. Um, so that right there, like that, that's that's the whole goal. If we're not, like we like we said, we're here to leave a piece of us behind in some form or fashion. And like I said, I don't know which one is going to stick. Not everybody's going to like my, my, my 808 drums. They might like breathe, but maybe they don't like the 808 drums, you know what I'm saying? Maybe they just, they got a lot going on. They don't listen to a lot of music, but they might see a movie or they might come across a product or they might want some ice cream or they might like tequila. Shout out to Yave. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just got to, you know, how, however we can bring it together, we're going to bring it together and we're going to try to make sure everybody knows that they're involved. It's not just something we're doing. We're doing something that you could be a part of. That's the whole goal behind Banks and Roses Society. It's just not, we're not going to let everybody in. Like you, like we said before, if, you, if you're not about it, if you're not here for the cause, then like we didn't like, just worry about us. Don't come around us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? No, that's real, my dude. So, bro, you know, you've come from a place where odds were stacked against you. You, you started as a dude who didn't have much confidence. You've been told no many times. What would you tell like, someone who's going through all those things? They're being told no. They got the world stacked against them. The odds. They're being told no. That things aren't favorable for them on their path to dreams, to making even, you know, they're, they're stuck. Right. What would you tell a young aspiring person that you know that has a dream but maybe they're thinking about throwing it under the bed and kind of forgetting about it um you know, i'll say i definitely say this like you know you're gonna get to know you got to keep saying yes to yourself i'm still i'm saying the same yes that i'm saying to myself that i said when i was six years old don't change your yes don't change your why if you change your why then you just you could you, you just subject to anything your life can just go in any direction you got to stick to your why um and um honestly like last year like covid affected our business i had to close the venue uh that we had after already struggling through the top of uh, covid shutdown we had all our partnerships we uh, were able to throw the first uh, main stage and minority owned business and local music stages at all the main staten island festivals in 65 years 
Um, that was a big goal. That was like, you would think that's the goal, right? And now we can do all these other things with the partners that we collected. Then COVID shut down my industry. Um, and then, you know, we were, the team was separated on lockdown. And then it got to a point where, you know, we had the app, but then we had to shut down the app. Cause like, again, it was all independently um, funded and then we weren't making any money. So it was just like solely, like really just, you know, am I gonna, uh, am I gonna get like X amount of food this week at the grocery or am I gonna pay all my business bills? And it was always the business bills, <laughs> you know? Um, but after a while that, that ran out. So it was just like, you know, so I was in like kind of like a rut, kind of depression. All these years of building all this stuff up, got swept away. All my assets got swept away. My venue is no longer going to venues we're partnered with, no longer uh, operational because it's just like the state of the world. Um, again, we had to close down the app. So I was just like, you know, like, I don't even, I got not like, I've done everything I could do. I done maxed out on the goal. I've reached all my Staten Island goals. Like, and then it just got rocked. I don't know if I can restart this thing. I'm like, I don't even know. And then it came down to, dang, like, I haven't even been rapping this like that. Like, do I even really need to be rapping? I could do all this other stuff. I got to, you know what I'm saying? Um, and it was just like, so it got to a point where I was just like, I don't really want to do anything. So in the, the summer of last year, most of it, I was just not doing anything. Like, Dalia, uh, Girl on the Rocks, was really keeping a lot of it, like, flowing. Or keeping me wanting to do it, honestly. Because mm -hmm. at that point, it was really more like, even before we did the merge, I was kind of just in the space. It was like, all right, I'm going to just keep this alive enough to get the ball rolling after we get out of this COVID shit. And then if she wants it, she can have it. If she don't want it, we had a good run. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That was really my mentality last year. And then I was just rocking out with Frankie Face. And then um, the little, the couple of songs that I was making was solely just about the fun I was having with Frankie Face and not being a community figure, just being a dude from the hood again. Um, not as much as responsibility. Don't have to, you know what I'm saying? I was kind of just like, I was really settling into the thought of just like, yo, I might just have to be like, just regular. And like, whatever that means, you know? Um, and then I don't know where this opportunity kind of came like in like a month span. The exact moment I was going through that was the exact moment my partner was buying the house that had the studio and I had no idea why he did it. I wasn't looking for a house, just saw something online that was really cool, kind of in his area and was like, you know what, I'm gonna take a chance on this house. And then um, our other partner introduced us around that, like within that like week, and they were like, oh, you make music, I got this studio, come on up, right? Mm. Then it turned into, yo, uh, this is kind of cool, we could record here and there. Then it turned into, oh, Frankie's really cool, you guys are really cool, let's shoot a music video for his birthday, what do you want to do? We picked Maracas, because we were performing it for a year and a half, right? And um, so we did all the touch-up, that was our first project, we shot the video, and then we kind of, and then I went ghost, I was kind of still in my fucking mentality like all right that was cool but this spot's all the way in jersey i want to keep driving. why am i going to put myself through all this stuff again you know what i'm saying so i was kind of like blind to the to the blessing that was in front of me um i wanted to say all that to say like don't keep saying yes and don't let yourself don't let those blind you to the blessings that are in front of you it took me five four what four months to go back there and then work out Oh wait, you guys are trying to sign me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh Frankie, hey, they're trying to. You know what I'm saying? Frankie's like, I was trying to tell you that, but you were in your little cloud, and you're the business guy, so you got to be the one. So it's this whole thing. Mm -hmm. I had to redirect like all my thoughts um, in a month, 
and kind of just get over it, right? Because now I got to talk to these guys. That's what made me write that uh, those five songs th- that week, just to show them mm. I was serious, to show myself I was yeah. serious. There was some years, I went from writing, from, think about it, I went from years of writing every single day since a child to a couple of years where I went and we just working, where I might have wrote three songs in a year. And it's like at the end of the year, it's like, damn, do I even still got it? You know what I'm saying? And then Killing Time was one of the first things I wrote. And I think that's why all that energy just kind of mm-hmm. um, ended up in there. It's like, I just felt like I'm going through all this shit, just killing time. Like, nah, like I'm ready for this shit. Fuck it. Like, I'm just gonna, like, that was just killing time. Now I'm here and what, fuck it. I, I'm, I'm not gonna feel it again. I was in a lot of stuff. It even put me in industries after the fact. I got into finance Um, after that, just like off of, a network kind of thing like oh you're good at this you're good at talking to entrepreneurs and ceos you do it every day hey why don't you just do this and sell them some money and i learned more about finance i learned how to so when we got into this deal i learned a lot about money right before we were even talking about money and it wasn't you know independently um funded anymore i had a small budget like really small budget really really small budget and then it turned into um, we just work in resources boosting the value of it like we do our launch party in the state george theater you know what I'm saying? We, was the, we threw it in the VG lounge, which wasn't even open to the public until like four or five months after the fact. And that was just based off of We Just Working. That started, not nothing like they heard of We Just Working. Um, mm-hmm. So it brought a little more value. Then we did a joint merger with Banks and Roses Society and We Just Working. Um, and that's when um, Girl on the Rocks was promoted. That's when um, I was, um, I became CEO of The Umbrella. And then, um, and then we went through that whole um, phase of just kind of, all right, now you got this, you got this team, now you kind of got to build it out, understand the structure. You was dreaming all this time, right? Like, so what's the plan, Mr. I got a plan, right? <laughs> so, oh. you know, so we, you know, it took us a while to get the variables together because we were still just in shock too. We were like, well, what do you mean, like, yeah. we're rappers now? You know what I'm saying? Um, and like, and, and, you know, really trying to spearhead it. Like I'm right now, I'm a test subject, trying to do as much cool shit as possible. We just, I'm, I'm really just a test subject. And with or without, started going well. Banks and Roses is always going to provide more um, talent and opportunity. Same with we just working, but that's uh, amazing, you know, bro. But we're also going to make sure that it goes well. You feel me? <laughs> of course, dude. So you took me on quite a journey. So what I'm taking from it is overnight success happens after busting your ass for Yeah, for a decade. Yo, people really think it's over. They're looking at my Instagram right now, like new followers of people that only been following me for a year or not. Like or so. And they're like, Oh, your posts are a lot different from this time last year. Like, oh, you must have just got I'm like, nah, bro. Like, what do you I'm like, what are you talking about? We still have to build the business based off of everything we've learned from point A to point B. Like I didn't, I, I got, I got a little budget for being a rapper, but I got a business for going through all the fuck shit. And then part of my language again, I don't know if it's cursing, but I went through all hell and he was like, all right, you kind of already went through hell. I went through hell in this realm and I understand this. If you can, you went through hell in this realm and now I can see that you understand this. And now I also have the PTSD of last year where it's like, I get aggressive in these meetings. Like if they think I'm gonna relive last year, the world is like, y'all wildin'. 
<laughs> you feel me? I'm not doing that. I've did all the no's. I've lost. I've mad companies before. We've owned multiple studios before, but we never had the structure and understanding how to use it. Sometimes it became a chill spot. Sometimes, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. now I feel like we're mature enough, know what we don't want to go through again. Um, all the youth things kind of like, you know, just trying it out. It's kind of over. We tried it out. Now it's time to make a living off of it with adults. So, um, I'm just coming as um, I'm coming as aggressive as my stage performance. That's my mentality. That's real, man. Yeah, for anyone out there, you know, you you're dealing with no's, you're dealing with rejection. You may even have some doubt. Hold on. Give, give yourself time. I like that. You gave yourself some free time. Stepped away trimmed a few loose edges ends okay we got to take a step back here we got to take a step back here you allowed room to yourself to breathe and kind of be like okay i'm gonna kind of go back to my roots i'm gonna go back to my old neighborhood i'm gonna i'm gonna spend more time with my people and boom the blessing came when you weren't even expecting it yeah, the moment right. I gave up, and it's funny, I seen a lot and then you of grabbed it. Say that too. You didn't let it slip through your finger. You grabbed it, yeah. and you were like, "You know what? This is actually what I prayed for when right. I was seventeen. It took me a while to realize that too, because again, I just was like, "I'm quit. I never want to run a business again." So damn, now I got to run two with brand new models. So it was intimidating, and funny, I got livelihoods in my hands. So it was like it was super intimidating. I was distracted on what the blessing was for a minute. I just knew uh, we had an agreement. I didn't really yeah. get um in tune until probably July. Honestly, late July is when it kind of clicked, and I was like, "Nah, um, I actually know what I'm supposed to do, so I'm gonna just do that." Um, and and again, we're trying to innovate, right? So I don't expect everybody to agree on what I would like to do for my brand, um, because nobody agreed when. I was like, I'm going to act or going to model or going to do a cola line or going to run shows. And nobody agreed. They were just like, nah, bro, just put music out. So I'm not expecting them to get it now. But I'm gonna, but I'm going to put the music out. So leave me alone. <laughs> Let's just see if it works. <laughs> you feel me? No. And we just got right. And that's the freedom I want for all the artists. And that's why I'm very vocal about it. I want them to be able to pull up this interview and be like, nah, bro, you said boom, boom, boom. And I want to try boom, boom, boom. You know what I'm saying? Like. I, I like call call me out on my nose too, cause I'm signing younger artists to learn something about what the future is gonna be. Like I said, me and Tall Robert, we just giving them a playing field for it. It's the coolest one ever. But what are they gonna do with it? It could be something that they just go visit. It could be something that they use to network. It could be something they used to be inspired. Um, and they can, and at the very least, they're gonna remember that it's from some dudes that didn't have nothing, but an idea, you know. And that's real. You know, for anyone out there with a dream, doubt hits us, right? The devil is speaking. How loud are we going to let him speak in our ear? Are we going to turn that up to 10? Are we going to keep hitting rewind on it? Are we going to just get that, you know, get him in the background where you know he's there? But you're filling yourself with good people, with good right. energy, positive thoughts, taking care of yourself, feeding right. yourself good things, 
in your heart and in your mind and body. And that's why your why is so important. Yeah. And then when you get the opportunity, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Hold on to it or are you going to let it slide through your finger? Right. There's sometimes I even uh, over plan now and they're just like, bro, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Like, why are you waiting? I would give them a whole timeline. And this is going to lead into this year. And it's just like, yo, just do it now. You got the idea now. <laughs> like, just just do it now. Um, so that's Real another shit. thing. Kind of act on it, like, when you're aligned for it. Um, you know, because sometimes the opportunity will pop up, but the alignment be gone. It's like getting booked for a show. Um, hey, um, this is sliding, rolling out. So-and-so pulled out. But so-and-so had a feature that they were going to bring um, in this slide pull up. All right? But if you're not ready for that, or if you just like, you might pull up. Did you even prepare to be on that stage? Did you, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. there's so many levels of opportunity and understanding what opportunity is. I became the person now where it's like, I right, I'll pull up, but I'm bringing two people, and those two people are gonna sound nothing like me, and now we're really gonna test what people want, and that's just how it's gonna go. You know what I'm saying? Bro, oh. it's amazing to watch the journey. Same, bro, because you you really ran it up. <laughs> you really blew it up. You really, like, like the whole creative culture out here, like, you know, we were really a part of a renaissance, which is crazy, because these events and all that, you know, they did not exist I, before, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I think we did it, both of our first fashion shows together, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's this... That was that, a moving, that was a needle mover, for sure. Yeah, but, like... It's crazy, because thoughts like that do come to me like and then i'm like you know what well they're still happening right i didn't move to anywhere yet you didn't right, move. Right, right, right. they're still here um that's why i love and, the sonic muse series because yeah. like this is something that and we're gonna have some more about particularly this one because it's like the door for um people that are trying to find their voice um shout out to girl and rocks and kaden that's their series um they like they just built together like this this new network that we kind of wanted from the app and it was building until COVID. But now it's like, you know, people really interacting in in real time, um, expanding on the experience. Now we really try to take everything to the next level. But, um, you know, and that's going to run and that's going to keep running. We're trying to design it to run for when we're not here because um, we plan on not being here. Like we did a lot of stuff out of here, but like, you know, I really want to tour. I really want to um, take like uh, our educational uh, seminars and our products and um, this ARPR journey that we're about to go on. Um, Love it, man. Yeah, we want to take that worldwide. So like, I really just, I always wanted to be from Staten Island. Um, I never wanted to, I want to represent Staten Island. Um, so we went, and that's where I feel like my, my goal of trying to build Staten Island before anything um, kind of came from. So it's like, I want to stand on and be proud of stand on too. I'm not going to just rep something and then we get out here and then they'd be like, like, oh, yeah, I don't even hang out here like that. Like, yeah, I'm like, nah, bro, be proud. Like, <laughs> you know, you've got something to be proud of. There's the opportunities, there's um, of course, man. love, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, I was, I was at the, the Eddie I event the other day. That, event. that was special, bro. That was a moment. That was a moment. Yo, he's, he's, that's 10 years, bro. I looked I at his age on his birthday. I was like, bro, right? I've known that I've watched this young man kill it 
for 10 years straight, and he came in a beast. Like, the first day we seen him rock at uh, Y'all Event, everybody was just like, well, Lucid brought him out, right? Like, uh, oh, everybody yeah, yeah. was just like, yo, who is that seasoned little kid right there, bro? <laughs> bro, so I went there, and then I went to an event around another time or whatever. Bro, Staten Island, I'm very proud of just how things are, the yeah. community, the, uni- the vibe, the it was just special. It, right. it literally felt so special, and um, the love that's here, it, it's a beautiful thing. And I'm just grateful to, you know, to you know, as I said, we're all adding our our paint to this picture. Right, exactly that. And, you know, we, we've been given these gifts. Are we going to use them? Or are we going to let it slide through our finger? Are we going right, to throw bro. it under our bed and let it get dusty? Right? Yeah. Um. But it's great to just see your growth, bro, to hear about all this. Thank you, bro. Uh, the starter kit streaming everywhere right now. Everywhere right now. This shirt is, I don't know if uh, they're going to be available by the time y'all see it. But it's 100 made. Shout out to Toy Rabbit Incorporated. We got these like AR experiences that we're going to be bringing to y'all through the mm. brand. This is actually going to have a holographic AR key to the starter kit. It's going to give exclusive content, access, act as almost like, um, we're calling it like crypto fashion, right? So they get a smart contract that actually gives them like crypto stake in the starter kit brand specifically. Um, and then we're going to do a lot of like, you know, just really cool immersive experiences in 2023. So again, it's all back to like, like innovation, you know what I mean? And just trying to keep on giving people new experiences, new ways to express themselves, but not have limitations. That's the biggest thing about us working in this space, like Toe Rabbit. Um, like they just go, they just going crazy with the ideas and showing me what's possible. Um, and, um, you know, uh. Love I've had just like, you know, a love for the educational space. So I think we got a lot to offer. And so definitely go stream that starter kit because the more y'all stream it, the more whoever got this shirt, money goes up. So it's either you going to get the money with us or you're going to watch them get it. Like I've been saying this entire time. <laughs> where, where could people find you? Where could people find the album and the label? Uh, so you can definitely find the album on all streaming platforms. It's the starter kit. Look for this right on the shirt right here. Spelled exactly like that. You can just type in starter as well. Um, Banksandroses.com is the label. Banks and Roses Society, Bars Productions. You can find all the content from the label coming there. We have more merch coming up. We actually have a comic book dropping in the spring. Um, it's going to give you a lot of like uh, exclusive content and like details into that as well. So definitely follow the page on the YouTube as well. The music videos are all the exclusive content that we do. What we just working. Um, so that's Banks and Roses Society on the YouTube channel. And my Instagram is one starter, one S-T-A-R-D-A, one starter, the number one, one starter. It's like the charts after the album drops one starter and breathe one star you know like all the number one records for the rest of your lives and then um yeah and then you can find definitely you know me and stereotype about to cook something up so i'm mm-hmm. sure you can find one of our projects on that site you feel me um yeah man and i just want to like shout out um girl on the rocks 
because yeah boom. shout out to girl on the rocks sure. you know all the stuff that we're talking about right now was not going down without <laughs> girl on the rocks she definitely yeah. went through the journey you know what i'm saying um and she got some chapters to go for her so i'm excited about but she like she's not a rapper but somehow she has some crazy things coming from the label and that's how you know you're a boss where you just get signed for being dope you know what i'm saying um so make sure y'all follow her page too and frankie faces page and eat our ice cream please scooperlist.com <laughs> so you heard it here everyone this guy heard no hundreds of times he turned them to yeses this guy had a perspective a perspective growing up he didn't even see the projects he just saw the future and this guy as big of his vision is you know family first taking care of his people taking care of being there for his, his nieces and nephews and so many gems bro you know i'm really looking for it's been great to just see your evolution at you know you, we've been friends like eight years cheers to 80 more yeah bro looking, for looking real. forward to just seeing what else you do bro and you're always welcome back to the show yeah i'm, I'm gonna try to uh i'm gonna try to put as much work in so when i'm back at the show we could talk about our products and um the uh the stereotype um banks and roses society galleries and all the, <laughs> all the cool yeah. stuff bro yeah, but this this was definitely dope bro like long time coming for real you know i appreciate because there's definitely a lot of times along the way where you was like just giving me mad love and support that kept me going through those no's you know and that don't stop dreaming i probably have like five bookmarks that made it to <laughs> every, that made it to every home that i've lived in <laughs> since i met you so <laughs> course man here we are you know and we're just gonna keep growing and keep working from here so yeah make Good sure time, to go bro. check my boy go stream the starter kit volume one we just working yes and everyone you know tuned in guys living proof when the odds are stacked against you when you feel like maybe things aren't going your way that blessing is right around the corner but when it comes your way Make sure to hold on to it. Don't let present. it slip. Man, and go present. for it. You, won't, you, won't, you, will, you will miss it. It's going to so be uncomfortable. Be My dude, thank you again. Thank and you, everyone bro. out there, don't stop dreaming, yo. Don't stop dreaming, y'all.